Good evening, welcome to Mashiach Mystery Series. So tonight, this evening, we are going to be discussing the uh, concept of how we know that Mashiach has to be a boss of Adam. Mashiach has to be a melech boss of Adam. He's a king of flesh and blood, a human being. So I think if you ask uh, any Jew, the average religious Jew, so the way they uh, ask them what they believe in, so they'll, they'll say they believe in Mashiach. So we have many, there's, there's different terms for describing uh, the time to come. There's the Geula, the redemption, uh, the, you know, the, the time to come, there's there's all different things that will happen then that we've spoken about. It'll be a time of peace. It'll be, uh, it says Mashiach will rectify the whole world. Hashem, um, Mashiach will rectify the whole world. So there's a lot of different things that are going to happen. We spoke about in previous Shurim how it will be the Shleimus of Teirah and Mitzvahs will be able to fulfill all of Teirah and Mitzvahs properly. But if you just ask anyone what is, what do they believe in, they'll say they believe in Mashiach. And simply, what is Mashiach? Mashiach means the person, the identity, the person, the, this this descendant of David HaMelech. Um, he is Mashiach. So, what we're going to discuss tonight is, so, how do we know, first of all, that Mashiach will be a Melech Basavadam? Maybe Hashem, I mean, definitely... We we know that there will time there will come a time when we will leave Golas, we'll leave this exile, we'll go back to Eretz Yisrael, we'll be able to fulfill all of the mitzvahs. That's all very very important. But how do we know that all of this is going to happen through a Melech Bas of Adam, through a king of flesh and blood? And also, why is it important that it should be through a Melech Bas of Adam? Why is it important that it should be through a human king? What would be wrong? What would be missing if it would happen just through Hashem Himself? Hashem would lead us out of goals. Why does it have to happen? Why is it so important that it happened through a, a human being? Why is that so important? And I think we'll see a, a, in a number of levels how important and how central to the whole concept of Geula, of redemption, the concept of Mashiach is. And I think that's the reason why most people refer to, refer to their belief in Mashiach as their belief in Mashiach and not, they don't use any other term. So let's begin with What's the source? How do we know that we have to believe in Mashiach? So let's look in Rambam. So Rambam, Rambam is the Sefer of Halacha, tells us what we have to believe in. So he begins the second to last parak of Hilchus Malachim as follows. He says, HaMelech HaMashiach Asid Lamed Ulahachser Malchus David Liyoshna. says, what is going to happen? Melech HaMashiach, the king Mashiach, he is destined to arise and bring back Malchus David the Davidic dynasty, to its uh, original glory. And then he goes on and continues, and what is he going to do? He'll build he'll gather in all the exiles. And all the mitzvahs will come back. Right? We'll be able to fulfill all of those mitzvahs that we weren't able to do, to do before. But what's the first thing? How does Rambam begin? How is this? How is this whole thing going to start? It all starts with Hamelach Hamashiach Asid Right? That there's going to be a person. There's going to be a king 
who's going to bring back the Davidic dynasty. And then everything else follows from there. And then the Ramam says like this, He says, anyone who doesn't believe in him, right? So the simple translation of Mamin Boy means someone who doesn't believe in him. Or even someone who believes in Mashiach but doesn't await his coming. So what does his coming mean? It means the coming of this Melech HaMashiach, this, this, this uh, human being. So he says, what is the status of such a person? What does he say? Not only does he deny the other Nevi'im, right? he denies Torah and Mashiach Rabbeinu. How do we know that? He says because the Torah testified about him, about Mashiach. Where did the Torah testify about him? So the Ramah brings a few places. First of all, Shanamar it says, One place it says that Hashem will bring back your captivity. This is in Parshas Nitzavim. It says that Hashem will bring back our exiles. It says even if Everybody will be banished to, to the other sides of the heavens. Hashem will bring you back. These things which are said clearly in Torah, they include everything that was said by the Nevi'im. So that's the first proof that you have to believe in Mashiach, and if you don't believe in Mashiach, you're a kaifer. But if you notice over here, in these psukim, in Parshas Nitzavim, it doesn't mention anything about a human being. It just says, on the contrary. It says, Hashem will bring you back. Hashem will bring back your captivity. So the Ramam brings another proof. And here we'll see that it's clear that Mashiach will be a human being. The Redeemer will be a human being. So also in the Parsha of Bilam and Parsha's Balak, in the prophecy of Bilam, over there it speaks about the Geula, and over there he clearly prophesies about two redeemers, two Mashiachim, he calls him. The first Mashiach, who was David, who saved the Jewish people from their oppressors. And the last Mashiach, who is going to arise from the descendants of David, who will redeem the Jewish people later. And the Ramam goes through all of the Psukim to explain how it's clear in all the Psukim that all the verses that it's Bilam is both prophesying about David HaMelech, about King David, and also about Mashiach. So, why is it important that, why, does, why is the Ramam bringing this second proof here, right? He already has a proof from Parshas Nitzavim that Hashem will take us out of Golis. Hashem will bring back our ca- captivity back to Eretz Yisrael. So, why is he also mentioning, why is he talking about Mashiach as well? So the Rebbe explains, looking over here, Lakut Desichas Chelak Lamadal, volume 34, Ahmed 1, uh, 114, page 114. He says, We understand why the needs to bring these two, these two proofs. The Rambam here is trying to show us and prove to us that we have to believe in Melech Mashiach, we have to believe in a King Mashiach. Hainu, meaning to say, meaning that in addition to the obligation to believe in the concept of redemption in general, meaning to believe that Hashem is going to redeem the Jewish people in any way, shape, or form. In addition to that, 
you have to believe in Melech HaMashiach. You have to believe that there is going to be a human being, a king. Meaning the king, the way the Ramam describes the identity and the qualities of this king, you have to believe in all of that. As the Ramam clearly says, He says clearly, anyone who doesn't believe in him denies Torah. Now the fact that it's going to be through a human being, that's not clear in the Pasuk which says that Hashem is going to bring back your captivity. It doesn't say that clearly. Where does it say that clearly? It only says that clearly in the passage of Bilam. In the passage of Bilam, he prophesies about the two Mashiachim, David and Melech HaMashiach. King David and Melech HaMashiach. So in other words, the Rambam is telling us clearly over here that it's clear in Torah Shebuchsav, in the parasha of Bilam, the Torah is telling us that not only will Hashem take us out of Golos, but Hashem, this was is going to send a an heir, a descendant of David HaMelech, an heir for the Davidic, uh, of the Davidic dynasty, of, of King David's throne, and he is going to be the one to take us out of Golos. So that's clear. So this is clear, and therefore, if you don't believe in that, says the Rambam, you're denying Torah. This is this is a this is a clear part of Torah. And so, in Mishnah Torah, the Rambam makes it pretty clear as he starts off that this is what Mashiach is all about. Hamelacha Mashiach Asid Lamiul Lahachsamach David Liyashna. Now, so, so why? Yeah. So. So, uh, why why is it important that um, that it should be a human being? Why is it important that Mashiach, that the Redeemer, be a human being, be a descendant of of, of David Hamelech? Why not an angel? Why not Hashem Himself? So the truth is, we're not going to get into this. We discussed this on a different occasion. There is actually an opinion. In in Gemara and Sanhedrin, Daf Tzadik Tesamad Aleph in Sanhedrin 99a, the opinion of Reb Hillel, he says, if you look on the bottom, it says Reb Hillel, says that the Jewish people do not will not have a Mashiach. What does that mean? Rashi says, Hashem will be their king. Hashem will will redeem them. So there is such an opinion. But if you see in the continuation of the Gemara, so um, first of all, Reb Hillel even doesn't deny the the concept of a human being. He says, He says that already in the days of Chizkiah, that's when we experience the human being aspect of a king. Right? But then Rav Yosef in the Gemara over there, he he shows that Rav Hill is incorrect. So there's an interesting Chsam Soifer. The Chsam Soifer says that since now uh, the Rav Yosef, he, he has disproven the opinion of Hillel, so anyone who will now come along and say, well, I don't believe in Mashiach. I believe that Hashem will be the Redeemer. So such a person has the status of a heretic because the Torah says that once the halacha is decided in favor of the majority, we follow the majority opinion, so that's the halacha. So it doesn't matter after that what any, no one can just come along and say, well, you know, I follow the minority opinion. So it's clear that now the halacha is is that there will be a human being in Mashiach. And it won't be Hashem himself. That's pretty clear. But getting back to our question, so why? So, 
In in Mishnah Torah and Hilchas Malachim, it's not entirely clear why it's so important that Mashiach be um, Mashiach be a, a human being. But one thing is clear is that he says, "What is Mashiach going to do? Mashiach is going to be Machsir Malchus Davidiyashna." What's Mashiach's job? He's bringing back the Davidic dynasty. That's what he's doing. So that's obviously a very important thing. And so last week, actually, we discussed, we talked about that a little bit, about what's the important, what's so important about bringing back the Davidic dynasty? What's so important about the concept that Mashiach is a king? Why, why is that like such a such a fundamental thing? So if you look actually in the Pirush Mishnayis, so over there the Rambam actually emphasizes that point. So in Pirush Mishnayis, in the, the Rambam's introduction to Perkhelek and Sanhedrin, well, that's actually where the Ramam discusses the Yud Gimel Ikri Amun, the thirteen principles of faith. So look, look how he how he explains what it means to believe in Mashiach. Look what he says. He says, "Hayesoy Rashnei Moser." What is the twelfth principle? Yemaisa Mashiach. And what is, what does it mean to believe in Mashiach? V'hu lahamin ulaameis shiyavay. Says the principle of Yemaisa Mashiach is to believe that Mashiach will come and not to think that Mashiach will delay. And he goes on in the third line you see over there, he says, You have to believe in him. And you have to speak of his greatness. And you have to love him. You have to pray for his arrival. Just as all the prophets from Moshe till Malachi, they all prophesied concerning Mashiach. Anyone who has any doubt about Mashiach, or even someone who has, who thinks that Mashiach is not as great as he actually is. Such a person, in other words, a person that doesn't understand the importance of Mashiach. Such a person is denying Torah. It says the Torah clearly prophesies it speaks about him, about Mashiach. And then the Rambam says an interesting thing. Included in this foundation is part of the principle about believing in Mashiach is the belief that the only king for the Jewish people is from the house of David and from the descendants of Shleim HaMelech. Anyone who who uh, argues, anyone who who fights or disputes this family, was the family of David, he has denied Hashem in the words of his prophets. So, two interesting thing comes, uh, things come out from the, from what the Rambam is saying over here. Number one, the Rambam doesn't mention anything about how Mashiach is bringing back the Shlemos of Torah Mitzvah, how he's bringing back um, the completion of Torah Mitzvahs, how he, we're going to be able to fulfill all the Mitzvahs. He doesn't bring, he doesn't mention anything about how the Rambam is going to bring, uh, Mashiach is going to bring about world peace. He doesn't mention anything about the ingathering of the exiles. About the way that, he says, what is the Mashiach about? It's about there's going to be a king who is the descendant of David HaMelech. And he says, and therefore part of the aside in believing in Mashiach, is that you have to believe that the only king is from David HaMelech. And if you don't believe that, it's as if you denied Hashem. 
I understand. Okay, fine. So Hashem promised David HaMelech. So actually, what's clear over here is that the reason why it's important that Mashiach be a king of flesh and blood is because the whole point of Mashiach is to bring back the Davidic dynasty, is to bring back Malchus based David. And so obviously, a Melech has to be, a, it's not some theoretical concept. Malchus based David is not some spiritual concept. Malchus based David means a descendant of David HaMelech, who's the king here on this earth. So we discussed last, last week, so why is that so important? Why is it so important that, that, there, that there be a king of flesh and blood? So if turn over the page over here, so we can understand it based on what Chassidus explains, but the whole purpose of a king is. So over here you have in short, in Derech Mitzvah Secha, Mitzvah's meaning Melech, the Tzermach Tzedek over there explains, it says as follows, What is the whole goal? What's the whole purpose of appointing a king? The whole purpose of the king of a king, the king of flesh and blood down here on this earth, is through him the Jewish people should be bottled to Hashem. And as he explains there, that the king is someone who is completely bottled to Hashem, who has no independent existence, he has no independent agenda, he's someone whose entire purpose in of his life and his existence is to represent the kingship of Hashem in this world, the rulership of Hashem over this world. And through everybody being bottled to him, everybody being subservient to the king, through that they're bottled to Hashem. Because he represents Hashem's kingship in this world. And this concept is evident in, in the Torah itself, in the words of the, uh, of, uh, in the words, in, in, in Tanakh. If you look in Dibri Hayamim, for example, Dibri Hayamim Aleph, Chronicles 1, Perich of Ches, Pasake, chapter 28, verse 5. It says, says, Hashem chose, David HaMelech is speaking, Shlomo, King Solomon, my son, Loshevas al Kisei Malchus Hashem. He says, on the throne of the kingship of Hashem al Yisrael. In other words, Shlomo HaMelech, he's not just a king who's just a ruler because he wants to be king and he's representing himself. He is representing Malchus Hashem. He's representing the rulership of Hashem in this world. That is the purpose of a king. Likewise, in Dibri Hayam and Aleph in Perchav Tes, Pesach Gimel, chapter 29, verse 23, Shlomo HaMelech, he sat on the throne of Hashem as king. Another source in Sanhedrin, Dav Chafam and Beis, 20b, so it says, It says, Hashem swears by the throne of Hashem. Although over there the Gemara is discussing what comes first, appointing a king or the mitzvah of wiping out a malik. So the Gemara says that the mitzvah to appoint a king comes first. Why? Because it says as long as Amalek exists. Yod al Hashem was sworn by his throne a war against Amalek. It says, Have The Gemara says this teaches us that first you have to appoint a king. And it says a throne is only for a king. So what do you see from this Gemara? That appointing a king is is Yudke, is like the throne of Hashem. 
So what is the whole purpose? So what's going to happen when Mashiach comes? We discussed in one of the previous shurim. What is the whole goal of Mashiach? It's fulfilling the purpose of creation. And at least at, at a basic level, what is the purpose of creation? That Malchus Hashem should be revealed in the world. That the kingship of Hashem should be revealed in this world. That's what we say every day in davening. V'hoya Hashem l'melech al kol haaretz. That Hashem will be the king over the entire earth. And on that day Hashem will be one and His name will be one. And how will that be accomplished? How, is it, how will it be accomplished? How will Hashem's kingship be revealed in this world? The way it will be revealed and manifest in this world is through the descendant, through, through the Melech Mibes David, through Melech HaMashiach, through the King Mashiach, the human Mashiach, he is the representation of Malchus Hashem in this world, of Hashem's rulership over this world. So, now we're beginning to understand the centrality of Melech HaMashiach and the whole Geula process. Why, why it's so important that there would be this king, this king of flesh and, and blood, because the way Malchus Hashem is revealed in this world is through a Melech Basar Adam, through a king of, of, um, of, uh, flesh and, of flesh and blood. So one an interesting thing that we discussed last week is the fact that it's that he's a descendant of David. That's not just uh, happens to be that David is the one who's who Hashem decided is going to be the king. Right? Just like a technical thing that and Hashem decided that uh, David Hamelech and his descendants will be the king. But the reason why David Hamelech is the king is because David is a Melech Be'etzem. So the Rebbe explains there's two types of kings. There could be a king who he's he has the job of a king, right? He's doing what a what a king does. He's he's uh, he's playing the role of a king, but he's not essentially someone. He's not a melech be'etzim. He's not essentially someone who's a king. A melech be'etzim is similar to Shaul, who was actually the first king. It says about Shaul, mm-hmm. It says from his shoulders and upwards he was higher than all the nation than, than, than all the rest of the nation. In other words, a king is someone who's Who's a king is someone who's who's on a different level. Someone who's who's uplifted. The king who's someone who's uh, he's higher than the rest of the nation. It's not just he happens to be someone who you know you need someone to rule. He's like a puppet. Yeah, you need someone who's uh, you need someone who to, to to run the show. So you you appoint someone. So all other kings that were appointed besides the sons of, of David Hamelach, that's what type of kings they were. They were like. They, they they had the role of a king. They had the job of a king. But they weren't a melech be'etzim. The Rebbe explains in many sikhahs, like in Chelek Lamed, Chayesorah, right? Following 30, look at the sikhahs in Chayesorah. How uh, Malchus David is different. Malchus David, he's someone who's a melech be'etzim. He's essentially someone who is above the rest of the nation. Someone who essentially is able to represent Malchus Hashem Ba'olam. That also explains what the Rambam says, that if you if you dispute Malchus Be'ez David... So it's as if you deny Hashem. Seemingly, why if you dispute Malchus David, why, you, why is it as if you're denying Hashem? But based on this we understand, because the whole purpose of Malchus David is he's representing Malchus Hashem in this world. So if you deny Malchus David, that means you're denying, so to say, Hashem, because the way, the, the way Malchus Hashem is revealed and manifests in this world is through Malchus based David. So the fact that Mashiach is a boss of Adon, the fact that Mashiach is Malchus based David, that's not just a technical thing. This is the way Malchus Hashem is going to be revealed in the world. 
And it's interesting, the Rebbe points out, this also explains, if you look back in the Rambam over here, interesting thing. Rambam goes into a whole lengthy explanation of going through all of the psukim, all of the voices in Parshas Bilam to explain how one part of the voice is a reference to David, and the other part of the voice is a reference to Melech HaMashiach. He says like this, V'sham Hu'aymer, you see the line, the fourth to last line. Over there it says like this, Erenu v'le'ata, I see him, but not now, Zed David. That's a reference to King David. Ashurenu v'le'kariv, I perceive him, but not soon, Zed Melech HaMashiach. That's a reference to Melech HaMashiach. Dorach koichav miyakiv, a star will shoot forth from Yaakov, Zed David. That's a reference to David. V'kam shevid miyasinoel, a a a a what do you call it? a staff will arise from Yisrael. That Melech Hamashiach that refers to Melech Hamashiach, and so on and so forth. He goes on to explain how everything that David Hamelach started, Mashiach will continue and complete. So, what we understand over here from this is that it's not just the Rambam is just he just like likes to explain uh, you know all these verses over here. The purpose of the Rambam is to tell us halacha. It's not over here to give his interpretations on psukim and voices in the Torah. But the point over here is, the Rebbe explains, is the Rambam is trying to clarify to us what the whole idea of, of Melech HaMashiach is. The whole idea of Melech HaMashiach is that he's the second David. He's the second David. He's the, he's, he's the next step. He's a descendant of David HaMelech and he's going to bring everything David HaMelech, the first king, started to its ultimate perfection, ultimate completion. So, which just leads us to a further point. So, just to explain a little bit more. So, why is Malchus Hashem Ba'olam? So, we're saying the whole idea of Melech HaMashiach, he's revealing Malchus Hashem Ba'olam. So, why is that so important? So, we know that what is the foundation of fulfilling all of the mitzvahs? What's the foundation? What's the... What is the fundamental thing that a person must have in order to fulfill all of the mitzvahs? So the Mishnah says, the first thing that you need to have is Kabbalah's El Malchus You need to accept the yoke of heaven. That's the foundation of fulfilling all the mitzvahs. If you don't have... You don't accept the yoke of Hashem, so then you're not going to fulfill His commandments because you don't feel that He's your king. So, based on this, we can understand that everything else that the Rambam is saying over here that Mashiach is going to do, how he's going to bring back the shlemus of Torah and mitzvahs, how through Mashiach he's going to bring back the completion and the ultimate fulfillment of, of mitzvahs, all of that is all dependent and all that rests on the essential quality of Mashiach, which is the fact that he's revealing Malchus Hashem in the world. Because through Mashiach revealing Malchus Hashem in the world, that's how we'll have Kabbalah's Malchus Shemayim. That's how we'll be able to accept the yoke of heaven. And only through that will we be able to go to the, the second step, which is to fulfill all, the, all of the mitzvahs. So now here we come to something much deeper. Which is, so now you could look at it like this. You could say, okay, so what's the main thing? Is the main thing that Mashiach is revealing Malchus Hashem in the world and through that, that's like the stepping stone, that's the foundation, that through that will fulfill Hashem's mitzvahs. In other words, the fulfillment of the mitzvahs, that's the ultimate goal, fulfilling Hashem's commandments. But in order to do that properly, you first have to accept Hashem as king, and the only way you can really truly accept Hashem as king is if you have 
the Melech HaMashiach, who is the representation of Malchus Hashem in this world. That's one way of looking at it. So in other words, revealing Malchus Hashem in the world, that's just the foundation. But the ultimate goal and the ultimate purpose and the highest thing is the fulfillment of the mitzvahs. That's one way of looking at it. Or you could look at it different. That revealing Malchus Hashem in the world, that in and of itself is the ultimate goal. And fulfilling Hashem's mitzvahs is just an expression of that. So let's see what the Rebbe says. The Rebbe will explain that actually the second way is actually the, the deeper and more correct way of looking at it. So in the Hazrin on the Rambam from Tavshin Memvav, 1986, the Rebbe says like this, The ultimate purpose of Mashiach is not about fixing the world. The main purpose of Mashiach is, is that it's a thing for itself. He is the king from the house of David. That's the main point. The Indian B.S. HaMashiach Ba'ilam? What's the whole idea of Mashiach coming into the world? Which that will be after he builds the base of Mikdash and he has gathered in the, the exile. Which then will know that he's definitely Mashiach. That's the, the, the idea is that in the world, Malachim Mashiach will be revealed. In other words, Mashiach himself is beyond fixing the world. He, this is him being a king. Mashiach, Mashiach coming into the world is the ultimate goal. That's the greatest thing because that reveals Malchus Hashem in the world. Now, but as a result of that, he'll fix the whole world. The world will be its ultimate perfection. The extent that the whole world will be filled with the knowledge of Hashem. It means like this. I think we understand it like this. So, well, let's read. Let's go into this. This. Let's read the next uh, sikh over here. The Hadron al Rambam and Masechus Tainus, which is in the Hadron al Rambam Mashas on on Amud Chavtes on page twenty nine. Rabbi says says like this: The foundation of accepting Hashem's kingship. It's not just a preparation. It's not just helping us that we'll be able to fulfill mitzvahs properly. This is also the ultimate goal of fulfilling the mitzvahs. Through mitzvahs, that's how our acceptance of Hashem's kingship is fulfilled and that's how it comes to its ultimate perfection, and that brings out that it's really true. Like the verse says, Why did Hashem tell us through all the mitzvahs? What's the ultimate goal? To fear Hashem. It means uh, um, fearing Hashem, that's the ultimate goal, that's the ultimate purpose of fulfilling the mitzvahs. In other words, he's saying like this, that you can look at it in two ways, right? One way of looking at it is that Hashem wants us to do mitzvahs. Hashem wants us to fulfill the commandments, right? Now, the only way that we're going to do the commandments, right, is if we accept that Hashem is in charge. We accept that Hashem is the melech, we accept that Hashem is the king. So then, then we'll fulfill His commandments. But what's the goal? What's the purpose? What's the goal? The goal is to fulfill the mitzvahs. That's one way of looking at it. 
The Rebbe says that's, that, that's, that's a shallow way of looking at it. The real way to look at it is, is, is deeper than that. The whole purpose is, is that we should accept Hashem as king. Hashem's kingship should be revealed in the world. It's about revealing Hashem in the world. That's what it's about. How do we express that? How do we show that? How do we show that we accept Him as our king? By doing His commandments. Because what do you mean? You accept Hashem as your king, you're not going to do His commandments, right? The way to show, and the way to show that you have this relationship with Hashem, that Hashem is your king, is by doing what He wants. But what's the ultimate goal? He says, the, the Pasuk says, what's the ultimate goal? Hashem. The ultimate goal is to, is, is to be bottled to Hashem, to, to be in awe of Hashem, to accept Him as your king, to serve Him as your king. So, the same thing is, is, is with, with Mashiach. He's saying the purpose of Mashiach, it's not that, okay, so Hashem wants to fix the world. Yeah? Hashem wants that everybody in the world should do what He wants. Hashem wants everyone in the world to fulfill His commandments. So what, how does He do that? So He needs to appoint a person. Who is this person? This person is Mashiach. right? And Mashiach is going to be the one that He's going to have the ability to get everybody to do what Hashem wants. Saying that's on the surface. But in a deep way sense, it's the opposite. Mashiach, that is the goal. The goal is that Hashem should reveal his, his malchus in the world. How is that revealed? Through there being a melech basar v'dam, through there being a person in this world who represents malchus Hashem in this world. Now, if there's a person in this world who represents malchus Hashem and reveals malchus Hashem in the world, who are obviously, in order for that to be true, so what does he need to do? He needs to make sure that the whole world is, is serving Hashem. But that's all a result of, of, of the fact that there is a person in the world who is representing Malchus of Hashem. In other words, in order to bring out that, that he's real, that Malchus Hashem is truly revealed in the world, so the entire world needs to be serving Hashem. But the ultimate goal is not the fact that all the people are doing what Hashem wants. It's not that he needs, so to say, it's a means, it's not that Mashiach is a means to an end. On the contrary, everybody else serving Hashem, that's the means to the end. Because through everybody else serving Hashem, and through Mashiach rectifying the world and making that happen, that shows that Malchus Hashem is revealed in this world. That shows that the whole world is truly battled to Hashem. So in other words, when we say that we believe in Mashiach, right? We believe in Mashiach. So I believe that that is precise because that's really what we believe in. Everything else, the fact, world peace and Geula and ingathering and La'asid Lava and all these other terms, they don't, they don't, uh, they don't uh, in, encapsulate the essence of what this whole era is about. There's only one word that encapsulates what what this whole redemption is all about. Mashiach. Mashiach. Because Mashiach is what it's all about. Because Mashiach is, reveals Malchus Hashem in this world. But we're not done. <laughs> but we could go, we could, we could go a, a, step, a, a step deeper, right? Now, why is it that in order for Malchus Hashem to be revealed in the world, why do you need a bus of Adam? <laughs> why do you need a... I understand, that's the way Hashem made it. The way Hashem made it is, is that the way Malchus Hashem is revealed in this world is through Malchus based David. It's through Melech HaMashiach. But why does it have to be that way? Why does, it have to, why, does, why does it have to be that way? Why can't it be that Hashem should reveal His Malchus in this world Himself, right? Without it being through any anyone, right? 
Wouldn't that be better? So in order to answer this question, we have to go a step deeper. We have to understand in a deeper sense what the whole concept of revealing Malchus Hashem in the world is, which we discussed also in previous shiurim, which is what Chassidus says, is that's the concept of Dira B'tachtoinim. That Hashem wants a dwelling place in the lower realms. That's the whole idea. What's the whole point of revealing Malchus Hashem in the world? Is that Hashem wants that this world should be His home, so to say. So if we look over here in the Sicha of Shambas Parshas Chayesar Tafshinun Beis, the Rebbe explained at length over there that was the Kinnas Hashluchim, the, the Shluchim conference, and the Rebbe was explaining that the whole concept of 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 a Shliach is this whole concept of what in that in that fabregen the Rebbe called the Yichud of Ma'in Ban. The Rebbe called Ma'in Ban is the giver and the receiver, Hashem and the Jewish people. And what the Rebbe explained over there is that the, this whole concept of uh, Yichud Ma'in Ban, Yichud Ma'in uh, Ban, connecting Hashem and the Jewish people in the world, that is the ultimate purpose of creation. That's the concept of Dira B'tachtainim. And based on this, the Rebbe explains why we call Mashiach a Shliach. Why are we calling him a Shliach? So a Shliach has two, has two opposite ideas. On the one hand, a Shliach can only be a Shliach if you're not the Mashalayach. Right? It, the uh, the uh, the person who is sending the shliach was someone who's who's uh, by definition who's someone different. He's a different I- individual. He's not the one who is sending. He's not the emissary. He's the mishalayach. What? Can't be the same one, right? On the other hand, what's the whole concept of a shliach? That he is someone who's like the mishalayach. He's in place of the mishalayach. He's he represents the mishalayach. He re- represents the one who sent him. So this is sort of like the Rebbe said. The whole concept of uh, of a shliach um, encapsulates the whole concept of dir b'tachtoinim, of yichud ma in ban. Of, that on the one hand he's a separate entity, but on the, on the other hand he's so to say totally fused with with the mishalayach, with the one who sent him. So that explains why Mashiach is a shliach. So Mashiach is the shliach to chvelchen esfiutzach durch shleimus inin hashlichos. Mashiach he's the emissary to which the ultimate shlichus is fulfilled, which is Yichud Ma'uban. The shlichus from the Meibushtin to bring in the Geula HaMitzvah Shleim, but the shlichus of Hashem to bring the ultimate and true redemption. When it's Vedzayin Shleimus HaYichud from Nisham Bavaguf, that's Mashiach, is when the soul and the body will be completely united. Yisrael V'Kushabricha Kulachad, and Hashem and the Jewish people will, will be one. Onaych Ba'olam, and the same thing applies to the world. The Shleimus HaGilif when Elkus and Elam HaZagash, I mean, Mashiach is about the time, is the, is the era the time period when we will have the ultimate revelation of godliness in this physical world. So the entire world will become a dira for Hashem. Now we understand why Mashiach himself also is a shliach. The whole concept of a shliach, he is... He's a... He's like a mixture, so to say. He's a, or like a suffusion, a fusion of two opposite ideas. On the one hand, he's a Matthias Laatzmikaviachov, and on the Mashiach, on the one hand, he's a, he's a separate entity. He's a human being, a flesh and blood. Kipsaktin Haramam, like the Rambam said, as Mashiach is a Melech Mibis David. He's a king from the house of David, who's He's a person who's learning Torah, doing mitzvahs. Un Hashem. And he's fighting the wars of Hashem. Was das beweist, dass er gefinzig in an Eulam, wo er seinen Dominagdem. 
the fact that he's fighting the wars, what does that show? That he's in a world where there's where there's opponents. And that's why he has to fight till he's successful, till he's victorious. So that's on the one hand, Mashiach is uh, on the one hand, Mashiach is a, a human being of flesh and blood. And at the same time, he's he's representing Hashem himself. So why is that necessary? Why is it necessary that Mashiach have these two opposite qualities? That on the one hand, he be a, a, a person of flesh and blood. And on the other hand, he's representing Hashem himself. Because in order to accomplish the union of the soul and body of the Jewish people, which is through... Uh, coercing and influencing the Jewish people to follow Torah and mitzvahs. And to unite the spirituality and physicality in the world. Therefore, he himself needs to have both qualities in the way they are united together. In other words, in order for Mashiach to make Dira Betachtainim, which Dira Betachtainim a dwelling place of Hashem in this world means that on the one hand it's Hashem, and the other hand it's happening through and in this world, through the Avodah in this world. So it has to be through, on the one hand, someone who's a Basavadam, who's Tachtoinim, who's like part of this lower realm, and at the same time he's someone who's a Shliach of Hashem, who's connected to Hashem himself. In other words, What's the problem? What would be the problem if Malchus Hashem would be revealed in the world not to a bus of Adam? That would be completely missing the point. Completely missing the whole point of creation. If Hashem is doing all the work, if Hashem is himself revealing his kingship in this world, so that missing the whole point of Dira B'Tachtainim, the whole point of Dira B'Tachtainim, that it has to come through the Avoida of Tachtainim. It has to come through our, us down here. It has to come through a bus of Adam. It has to come through human effort. So that's why Mashiach has to be a, a, a boss of Adam. That's why Malchus Hashem in this world has to be revealed through a man, a man of flesh and flesh and blood. Because if it's not through a man of flesh and blood, so you miss the point. Because the point is Dirabitahtoinim. On the one hand, it's revealing Elakus, it's revealing godliness, but in Tahtoinim and through Tahtoinim, in the lower realms, and through the Avoida of someone here in, in the lower realms. And that's why. What Mashiach is all about is about a, a, a Melech a Mashiach, a Melech Bas of Adam. So just to sum up what we discussed, that, so we see that it's clear in the Torah, the Ramah makes it clear that in Parshas Bilam, the Torah is telling us that we need to believe in a Melech Bas of Adam, a king of flesh and blood, a descendant of David HaMelech. Why is that so important? Because the whole purpose of Mashiach is to bring back Malchus David Liyashna, to bring back the Davidic dynasty. And why is that so important? Because the whole concept of a king in general, and Malchus based David specifically, is to reveal Malchus Hashem in the world. And that's the whole goal of Mashiach. That's the whole goal of the fact that when Mashiach will come, we'll fulfill all the mitzvahs, it's all in order to bring out Malchus Hashem in this world. And we said it has to be specifically through Abbas of Adam, Malchus Hashem, the kingship of Hashem has to be in, revealed in the world specifically through a man of flesh and blood, because that's the whole purpose of Dira B'tachtoinim, 
of, the, having, of Hashem having a dwelling place in this world, that it has to be through our Avaida, through the Avaida of a human being in this world, who's, who's, which through that we have the ultimate connection between Hashem and this world and Hashem and the, Jew, and the Jewish people. And we should be Zaycha, that we should experience this right away, that the Melech HaMashiach should come and be revealed in this world and take us out of Gullus immediately.